Welcome to Meet, Act, and Part. A Masonic podcast hosted by Midnight Freemasons Greg Knott, Darren Larners, Todd Creason, and Bill Hosler. The views, opinions and experiences that are expressed by the hosts or guests as individual Freemasons do not reflect the official position of any Grand Lodge, appendant body, or Masonic authority to which the hosts or guests belong. And now on with the show. Hey, welcome everybody to another exciting episode of Meet, Act, and Part. Hey, it's summer 2023 as of two or three days ago as we record this. But before we talk about summer and whatever else, we'll introduce ourselves. I'm one of your co-hosts, Greg Knott. I'm Bill Hostler. <laughs> and I'm Darren Laners. Uh, Bill Bill apparently had uh, too many ciggies today. so <laughs> I think it was not enough. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's one way we'll get by summer, right? Is to I'll keep, I'll keep that I'll keep that in the audio also, <laughs> so the joke, so the joke uh, works. Yeah, otherwise it'd be kind of like, what the heck are they talking about? <laughs> I know. Well, you know, that's sort of the theme of this whole episode is we're just sort of catching up. We haven't uh, recorded in a while, and uh, lots of activity for us, Masonic and maybe non-Masonic both, since uh, we sort of talked to everyone last. And I'm going to start with Darren because he's, I think, got the biggest news of all. Uh, at least, at least Bill and I think so. You know. Anyway, it's Darren has gotten married, and uh, Darren, you went out not only got married, but you went to Maine and and some other things in the Northeast, and you tied in some Masonic uh, adventures in there as you went. So and the woman and the woman actually knew she was getting married, and she wasn't like forced into a back of a van to get there. <laughs> Uh, well, that depends. That depends, Bill, on which day you ask her about, you know, about me. So, <laughs> right now, I think she claims she married me of her own free will and accord. I would hope, but uh, I hope so. You know, other days she may claim that I shoved her in the back of the the panel or the windowless uh, panel van yeah. that had free well, candy on the side of it. We'll just see if she blinks her SOS with her yeah. eyelids. Right. We'll see. I'll you. ask her. I'll ask her really quick. Honey, blink it, SOS if you're being held against your will. I see it. S O. I don't see any. I don't see any blinking, so I think we're good. And she's still alive, then, right? She is. Yeah, okay. she's in the other room. Uh, <laughs> she's ignoring me at the moment, which is is atypical because I, I think all be, three of us have that going on. I can be, yep. be quite annoying. So, um, but yeah, to to Greg's point, uh, my lovely, beautiful amazing wife lisa her girlfriend her fiance at that time and now my wife lisa and i eloped to maine we flew into boston and rented a car and drove up to bangor spent the night in bangor and then went to uh, bar harbor and acadia acadia national park and and then we uh got married the next on that Monday uh, in York uh, in front of the lighthouse and uh, just a beautiful, wonderful, amazing day. She looked amazing. Uh, I, I looked like a troll, but that's, you know, uh, luckily well, there was a, a there. Well, and there was a, we have some pictures on a bridge. So, you know, just to go with the whole troll thing. And she didn't, and she didn't shove you off of it. So 
she she did not she had ample opportunity to get rid of me because you know we were especially at Acacia National Park we went up uh, Cadillac Mountain it's called there it's one of the higher peaks there in, in the park and she could have just did me in right there then and there but didn't so um, which she may you know end up regretting at some point I'm sure well, once but... the insurance policies are fully involved <laughs> yeah yeah that's true that's very true that's very true Bill that's very true <laughs> but yeah so on the way actually on the way to from bangor to uh acadia i was we were just putting along and uh in the middle of nowhere maine on uh, a corner of an intersection was their grand lodge building so i stopped and got a few pictures there and uh, left my card with a, a pin from the education committee of, of illinois and then we went on our merry way toward the national park and bar harbor and as I said, uh, we, the next day we went uh, through down through Portland, Maine. I stopped in, and I'm gonna forget what town it is now, but uh, we stopped at the grave of uh, General Joshua Chamberlain, and he is buried in the same town of the college that he was president of for many years before he was governor of Maine. And as again, I will have to put this in the show notes because uh, off the top of my head, I'm having a very difficult time remembering what that town's name was. But so we went and visited his grave and that was uh, pretty extraordinary. And like I said, we went to Portland. We saw some lighthouses there, uh, went to, uh, International Cryptology Museum in Portland, and that was actually founded by a gentleman, his name's Lauren Wiseman, and he's actually from Decatur, Illinois, so he grew up not too far from where Greg and I live, and uh, if you want more about that side of the trip, you can, uh, shameless plug here, you can go to Beyond the Fourth Veil on YouTube and see uh, Robert Johnson's and I... uh, podcast about the supernatural and and other phenomenon we just recorded an episode and it dropped uh sometime this past week or the week before uh but it uh goes through pictures i took of that sort of side of things as i said the next day we were married in in york on front of and brother chamberlain's buried in brunswick maine yes that was at brunswick thank you and we were married in front of Nubble Lighthouse there in York. It's actually technically York Beach, Maine, but we were married uh, in, uh, it's called Sawyer Park. And we were married on the rocks and the lighthouse is on an island there across from Sawyer Park, uh, Nubble Lighthouse. And it's a beautiful lighthouse in York Beach. Look it up on uh, on Google. You'll see how beautiful it is. So we, we uh, after our marriage, we went to, we drove up to Burlington, Vermont, and went to, to Burlington, uh, checked out uh, Lake Champlain and uh, some of the sites in Burlington. And on the way, we stopped in Willis, I think it's called Williston, um, but there's a Ben and Jerry's factory tour there, which we, uh, which we partook in, and um, that was interesting to see how you know ben and jerry's is made on the on the way there we did end up having breakfast in portsmouth new hampshire and one of the interesting things i found uh especially there in the east coast is they have signs uh regarding when lafayette came back from france after the revolution and did his tour and there are different 
markers uh, marking the occasion of, you know, the things he did. So I saw a few of those on, on the way, which was really kind of fascinating. The big the big Masonic stuff was obviously near near Boston. We, we uh, went to Lexington and toured. It's called Minuteman National Park there. And it's essentially the path that uh, Most Worshipful Brother Paul Revere uh, took from you know, between um, Lexington and Concord and kind of the uh, his his uh, journey between those two cities kind of encompasses what what's made of the what the park is. And uh, that was that was neat to see. Uh, we went to the Northern Masonic Jurisdiction Headquarters and Museum in Lexington. So I was able to see our beautiful Valley Danville window, which is the stained glass window that uh um the valley the scottish Rite valley that greg and i belong to donated to the museum and it's uh there i think i would say their pride and joy unfortunately greg and i discussed they put a bench right in right in front of it which you know i can understand you can sit on the bench and look at the window but the problem is with pictures you know you got this silly bench in in the way and so you can't capture all the details of the bottom of the window unfortunately but uh that was that was amazing there was just a lot of a lot of stuff there i think probably the highlight other than the window was seeing the the jewels that uh, paul revere had made out of silver for the officers of uh his lodge and um did a tour of boston our last day there and was able to see you know north church paul revere's house all of that it just it was really incredible and to plug our next our guest who will actually be recording with tomorrow, I met uh, him outside of the Masonic Temple in Salem. I was taking pictures of it, and they had a stated meeting, which I had no idea they had a stated. But I was able to to meet this brother and and find out about uh, the project he's involved with, and we'll be discussing that tomorrow night. But yeah, it was just uh, a awesome trip. Had an awesome time. Uh, I just thank Lisa for indulging me and in, in my hobbies which are uh, very uh peculiar to, to some people i'm sure so uh i just love her to death i'm so happy to be able to to be her husband and and uh, it was just a, an awesome experience and uh, can't imagine having uh, that trip with anybody else so well that's great i mean it uh darren sent me a few pictures along the way and then he posted some on uh think facebook and whatever but just quite a trip and the, the whole northeast is just simply beautiful and it's really amazing how much you can see uh and the varied landscapes between from maine you know to massachusetts and the other spots you visited you know i went to boston one time and did there and part of what you did that uh the freedom trail freedom yes. trail is a very unique thing that's literally marked throughout the city of Boston but I happened to stop at the mm -hmm. Grand Lodge building and they actually have a masonic version of that freedom trail and of course many of the spots are the same since there's yeah. so much interconnectivity between you know founding I, of the country and freemasonry but uh, yeah just very very interesting city yeah I did I did stop at the the Grand Lodge building unfortunately they closed for tours but I did get some a few was able to sneak a few pictures and uh also I forgot uh to mention visited uh Prince Hall's grave there on uh, Yeah yeah that's uh, a what is that Cosmo? sort of a humbling um, site to go see that grave of his you know and yeah, and yeah all the history just, that um, is transformed here 
taken place since that time and almost what 250 years right mm-hmm. now yeah and our actually our good friend robert johnson uh, speaking in 250 years is part of a committee uh he's uh plural out uh in grand lodge massachusetts and he's on their 250th anniversary committee so they are planning various activities to culminate with the 250th anniversary, I believe, of the Boston Tea Party, and they're going to do a Boston Tea Party reenactment. So, and from what I've heard, the Grand Master of uh, United Grand Lodge of England is coming over for it to participate in it. So, I think it'll be. I'm going to try to try to get out there for that because I think that's going to be an awesome time. Yeah. Well, it sounds like a fabulous trip, Darren. Again, I Bill feels the same way. We congratulate you on getting married and. Wish you and Lisa, of course, nothing but the best. And, uh, you know, my only advice is just do what you're told. I've been working on you with that for a few years, and <laughs> I, I think the training's going well. So yeah. Always works. <laughs> so, Bill, what you been up to? What's, uh, you know, I, I, we've talked on the phone a couple times, but anyway, what all's been going on? Well, it's been an unusual spring slash summer. I well, about almost two months ago, I was getting my regular eye injection at my local um, retina specialist. And the first day, the, my eyes always cloudy after that because, you know, it's been, it's got this um, medicine that's being pumped through it and such. And so I didn't think anything about it. But the next day, it stayed just as blurry and it continued to be blurry. And I, that worried me a little bit since I only have one eye. I'm usually pretty protective of that eye and so i went to back to the retina specialist and they're going i don't know you know go see your glaucoma specialist because i have one of those too and she's like i don't know let me bring in this other doctor and so he looked at it and he thought that what it was instead of my high eye pressure what you normally have with what brings on the glaucoma mine was too low now so he gave me some things to check out. And he said to follow up with this specialist in two weeks. And so I did. And then I found out after speaking to the specialist that basically I'm going to have to have a cornea transplant or at least a partial cornea transplant. From what he explained to me is, is that there's a certain little part of the eye that it's, it, it kind of deteriorates if you, you know, mess with it too much. Well, after like four eye operations in that eye and every two months for nearly a decade getting injections in the eye this this little section i can't i wish i could remember the name of it just kind of checks out and so what i'm guessing is is that that last injection i had was kind of like one toke over the line and so it was like you know now i'm going to have to have this operation but honestly from what i hear i'm you know i know it's going to be challenging but from what i hear it's going to you know it maybe might really be for the positive but uh, while this was going on, Tammy and I took a trip up to Grand Rapids, Michigan in May, beginning of May for it. They had a Scottish Rite reunion up, up there. And this Scottish Rite reunion, which pretty much was entailed uh, all of Michigan, they have kind of an unusual setup up there because they only have one valley now. They've consolidated all their valleys, and then they, each section of the state has a district. Well, I was going to the Northwest District, I think is what they call it. Anyway, I seen the last two degrees I needed to fulfill my golden passport so i'm waiting on the medal and the certificate for that and so that was interesting and we while we were there we went and visited the president jerry ford's presidential museum and 
we I thought about stopping talking to you guys on the way back, but we just we wanted to get home because we had some prior engagements we had to. And stopped in Normal, Illinois, and went and had some really awesome Cajun chicken at this place that I knew of in North Carolina. But the rest of the summer, I've just pretty much been here in the house. I don't really, I can't really read any longer. I'm looking at my keypad on my computer and I do not see anything on it. It looks like it's just wiped clean of all characters. And so I really can't use my computer very much. This is probably the most I've used it in a couple months. And so I just kind of sit and I can kind of still see my iPad somewhat. So I'll just sit and watch TikTok videos or YouTube videos and if I, you know, I try to send a text message, but usually right now, if I do, it becomes gibberish and it takes me 20 minutes to get that typed out. So I've just been kind of incommunicado. And so I'm, I've, I thought about creating a video and posting it on my social media, telling everybody that I am still alive and stop the celebrations of the, of the rumors of my impending death, <laughs> you know, in the streets. So there's, you know, that way, you know, we can keep the country safe, but. That's pretty much been my life in a nutshell. I, you know, go out yeah, and swim. You know, Bill, and swim. I don't know, Bill, that it sounds like your life is really that much different than two thirds of America. If you're watching TikTok and YouTube videos all the time, that's pretty, pretty much, much, yeah, it's just it's not as clear as the biggest so, You know, I'd but, say I'd say you're right on schedule with every, most everybody else. So, but I've got like several other possible surgeries has to happen this summer. So, I, you yeah. know, if you remember um, Seinfeld, they had the summer of George. Well, mine's the summer of surgery. That's kind of the way I'm looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I had a high school classmate. He's had similar things and had the corneal transplants and it really uh you know uh, helped him of course he drives and everything now uh, you know and so i don't know exactly if his condition was the same but there's a lot of you know medical success stories that are out there and i'm sure you'll be one of them when they get through the various surgeries and processes you know anything you know it's just a i'm sure it's a, a tiresome journey you know, after it's been challenging, but I'll tell you, it's made me really reflective in a lot of things on top of it, though. And so in a way, it's kind of like I think I've been blessed in a way because I've gotten to think about things and make some observances that I never would have if I wouldn't have had this issue. So, I mean, there's a silver lining in everything. And for once, yeah. the light in the ton- at the end of the tunnel for me is in a train. So, <laughs> um <laughs> So I'm just going to roll on and see where the God takes it. Yeah. That's all I can do. Well, you know, Bill, of course, obviously, Darren and I support you 100%, whatever you need. And um, absolutely thinking about you on this journey. And obviously, you've been a huge ongoing help with the Midnight Freemasons and, you know, all the other stuff. And Darren and I and others will help pick up the slack on that until such a time as maybe you want capable of doing more you know and all that really in the scheme of anything is is minor you know as you as you say bill it gives you time to reflect on really what matters and a lot of this other stuff just doesn't you know in the scheme of things well it's it's mattered a lot to me because a lot of my life revolves right now as has for a long about a decade now revolved around the midnight cremations and trying to do that but so it it, it kind of stings. I feel like I'm letting people down and a lot of no, stuff. No, you're not. Stuff that I you're do not letting that, anybody down. You know, that no, a, it, a lot of and you know, don't know. Darren, maybe you know. Speaking of the Midnight Freemasons, Darren, you might you've changed uh, the publishing schedule, and I think it's just part of the evolution of the you know of the product itself. And I don't know, Darren, if you want to mention uh, what's going to go on or is going forward with the Midnight Freemasons. 
Yeah, please do, because this is the first time I'm hearing about it. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you've been incommunicado. So uh, I discussed with uh, the founder of the, the blog, Todd Creason, regarding changing the publishing schedule, and we have changed it uh, to now we're just going to publish uh, articles every Wednesday. So we're going from three times a week to one time a week. That'll help with getting, uh, giving contributors time to submit new articles, giving me enough time to get them all scheduled. And then also now with, uh, helping with some of the social media responsibilities, it'll lessen that as well. So RJ made me admin of the, uh, of their Facebook page. So I spent the day going through, uh, as I could going through old comments and, and just kind of trying to clean up that sort of nonsense, uh, and, uh, trying to put filters on there to keep the Illuminati, uh, <laughs> "Quote unquote Illuminati" from commenting on every other post that we yeah, have. Yeah, that'll there. take so, half your day. <laughs> right. So that's that's what's going on with the blog. I had made an announcement, and then I actually also posted on their Facebook page today since I got access to that. So, and and I think part of that is just is sort of the uh, the evolution of the product. I mean, in other words, when Todd started the Midnight Freemasons, Facebook and many of these other things. They were either barely started or they weren't the mainstays they are today. And though I think the, the, I'm sure the website still gets plenty of traffic. It's just, you know, people's attention is elsewhere. And, and I guess us as authors, we haven't spent as much time on it, uh, as we could. So I think it's a good, good thing. And, uh, it hope Darren's workload and keeps the product still out there. And if you've never visited that website, just search Midnight Freemasons. There's over, I think, 2,000 articles out there yes, in the archive, and you there's a search box on the website, and there's just infinite amount of Masonic material that you can use for lodge education or just self-education or whatever, and the beauty about that blog is it's just, it's run a wide spectrum of topics, anywhere from deeply philosophic, deeply esoteric to light history, to travel, just a, really a lot of neat things. And uh, we've, I know the three of us have met a lot of people through it, either virtually or in person. And I think it's a wonderful thing. And, uh, you know, hopefully, just speaking for me personally, I'll get hopefully re-energized here in the next year and start contributing. I sort of ran out of gas and I, I was struggling for topics to write on. And thank goodness Darren uh, has filled the literally filled the, the, the cup numerous times with articles when we needed them. And uh, I, I've just struggled. It's like having writer's block for some reason. I, I haven't uh, done as much on it the last year or two. And yeah. hopefully I'll unlock the log jam that sometimes happens and contribute more. So Right. And I've also been able to, to recently bring in uh, some newer, younger yeah. writers as well. So it adds a, another fresh perspective to the blog. And yeah. That's the beauty of it is that, you know, we have had many contributors over the years and each of them with a unique kind of voice and, and uh, topics that they like to write about. So I have uh, always encouraged any brother that asked me about the blog to, you know, submit articles. Sometimes they come through, sometimes they don't. But if uh, you are interested in submitting something to the blog, uh, you know, you can message uh message the the facebook page or or, or 
or whatever, and uh, I'll get in touch with you and we can start that journey. But um, I don't know if it's still live. I haven't looked at it in a long time, but there was a submissions at midnightfreemasons.com email address. Um, when I can, when I have the ability to, I will look at that to make sure that's still yeah, active. I, I think a lot of the, the Midnight Freemason stuff, I don't know if Todd kept the uh, – the domain name, but I've been told, and I've not asked him about it, but I've been told that like um, some emails that were sent to that domain have bounced. So I don't know what's what's up with it. But um, really, because I'm the I'm the guy that hosts it, so I'll have okay. to know that. Well, I, don't, I don't know. That's just what I've been told, Bill. And like I said, That's I've not cool. really I... researched it. Right. But I mean, in any case, yeah. We'll once you're back up to snuff, we'll uh, we can get things sorted out. But that's you know we're not. There's no rush for that. Obviously, we want you to get get healthy and 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 that. But uh, end of the day, that's the most important thing is your health, and the rest of it can can wait. You know, for that. Yeah. Well, I think Greg ought to tell his big news that he has that has happened to him here recently. Well, I uh, I retired, so I crossed that bridge. Late last summer, I decided I was going to retire, and so gave plenty of notice and uh, actually worked with my successor for four months to to get him up to speed. And uh, so sort of, you know, it's a def- definite change. You know, it's funny. I always thought about that day, and then all of a sudden, there it was, and so I finished. So I had uh, 35 years of combined service with mainly the University of Illinois in a variety of capacities, and so... Uh, I just decided it was time to go on. You know, it's funny, the first couple of weeks, you know, you wake up thinking, oh, you know, sort of vacation. And uh, by week three and four, you're like, oh, that's weird. I'm not going back. And then now here, it's been practically two months by the time as we record this. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm not sure I miss it as much as I thought. <laughs> so, you know, and I'm thinking, well, you know, I'm, I've always been hyper active and everything I've ever done. And so I was worried about what am I going to do with my time? And then all of a sudden I look back in two months and uh, our little town, we started a new Sons of the American Legion. And so we worked with uh, the local CBS affiliate and had a big fundraiser for what's called Operation Honor Guard. We did flag retirements. We've done uh, some other ceremonies with that and then took up golf. So I've played probably 10 rounds of golf already, which is 10 more than I'd played in the last 15 years. And I started shooting. I got it. I've always liked taking pictures. And so I've gotten deeper into photography and uh, I've been to three uh, air shows. I went to one uh, yesterday as we record this and took uh, the Thunderbirds were there and I took a lot of pictures of the Thunderbirds. So I'm in the process of learning Photoshop and, and Lightroom and all those good things and learning how to I've learned already, if you take better pictures in the camera, you don't have to waste a bunch of time afterwards. But that's a harsh lesson that I'm learning. So anyway, doing more with photography. We've got a place in Kentucky, so I've been down there a bunch. Anyway, I guess you sort of get the idea that I really, I haven't sat home very much. And so I got more stuff coming. I'm still active Masonically. We, uh, we've we had lodge officer installations at the various uh, lodges here locally. Uh there's a new grotto started in our area, Lanai Grotto, and at some point we'll have Vance Martin on. He was sort of the organizer of it, so uh, actually Vance and I worked together, so I was like, yeah, I'll join so you can get enough for the charter members, so I joined one more thing. What's one more at this point, right, you know? But we got a neat fez. 
Really neat fez. It says, it's Illini. If you're not familiar with what the heck Illini, I-L-L-I-N-I, that is the uh, nickname for the University of Illinois Fighting Illini. And so if you grew up in East Central Illinois, Illini is a big deal. So anyway, Grotto's going, and Vance has got it uh, really strong already. So that's been a lot of fun. And then just, you know, I'll be honest, I was wound so tight. I found from that job that I've been unwinding and, uh, you know, trying to de-stress. It was a stressful job, uh, you know, just uh, for what I did. And uh, that's a good thing, too. And so it's amazing, Bill. I think, like you mentioned, when you have more time to reflect, you can think about a lot of things. And some and of the things. And you're writing a bit better, too. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's it, I think, because Darren's, he knows I've been scatterbrained the last probably three or four years just because I had too much going and I knew it. I wouldn't admit it. I finally did. And as I unwind all that, you sort of learn to, to do different things in, in a different order. So that's a long just, winded way of saying, yep, I retired and hung it up. Now, there's just one thing that worries me. And I'm for all of this. Now that you're retired, you're on a fixed income. So I guess now we're going to have to pass a hat for your dues or you're going to be one yeah. of these that don't want to raise them because yeah. you're on a fixed income. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I'm on a fixed income. So, uh, yeah, that's right. Darren, I'll just send you all my dues notices. Just take it out of the Midnight Freemasons uh, treasury. <laughs> yeah, the, the big treasury that we have um, here at the Midnight Freemasons of, of yeah. zero. Although, yeah, I mean, you know, it's, I gave a speech one time and somebody asked me how much money that. we make. And I said, honestly, it costs all of us. Some, um, cost all of us because not, there's not a dang dime that goes into it. Yeah. <laughs> And I mean, uh, we, I mean, it'd be easy to monetize it. Don't get me wrong if we wanted to go yeah. that route, but I just, I don't want, I think it's a blessing, especially with that site and, and what we do. It's, I don't want any involvement in ads, you know, cluttering yeah, up I any of that. So, and I think it's existed and flourished because we didn't try to probably i mean it. probably early on and it's just been kept that way and I, I, you know we'll we'll keep it that way as bill said i think if we ever honestly ran into an issue where we needed to raise some funds we probably could get enough people yeah. to you know contribute if if we needed it but at this point uh none of us we're not yeah. in that we're not in that situation i don't hopefully ever see us being in it uh unless you know facebook and it decides to start charging or, or whatever since everything's going to this monet monetization model we'll see but yeah no doubt I ain't well right that's now. so so for every so for our listeners hey eh, we appreciate everybody listening so that's sort of the catch-up for what Bill and Darren and I have been doing. We're going to work on some new episodes for you this summer. Uh, we're recording another one this week that uh, Darren alluded to earlier. So that'll be the start of hopefully several. And, uh, you know, if you've got a topic you'd like us to cover, or if you've got a guest that you would suggest, uh, you can reach out to uh, through the Facebook page and uh, get a hold of us, and we'll do that. Um, it's, uh, you know, sometimes other than ourselves, we, we wonder, does anybody listen? Well, all of a sudden, you'll hear people through our various Masonic journeys that say, oh, yeah, I've listened to you guys. And yeah. so... Uh, we appreciate it. I know I, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and uh, it's like all the hosts on there, they all appreciate their audience. And so we are equally grateful for each and every single one of you that uh, yes. listen. All, all three of you that listen to us, we are yeah. very <laughs> – Yeah. I so, kid, I kid. So, Darren, uh, any final 
wrap ups. We're going to make this a short episode. Any, anything else yeah, you want to? I just had something and I uh, and I've lost it. So that's that's par for the course. But I did want to add one thing. I was able to meet in person Eric Marks, uh, former Midnight Freemason contributor in in, in Boston, and Eric and I have uh, been uh, good friends since his con- contributing days. And uh, hopefully, he may uh, some point uh, have some more material to contribute. So. Yeah, Eric is just an amazing, amazing individual. I love that brother so much. So I was so happy to get to to spend just a little bit of time with him on our trip. Lisa and I had dinner with him and just an awesome time with him. Uh, Just, he's just, uh, I I can't speak, like, he's just awesome. I mean, I can't even express how how great a uh, brother he is so that was amazing bill any uh final thoughts on this little short episode i think no i think i think we covered just about everything which was going to be a show about nothing and i think we nailed that yeah awesome i think we got the seinfeld theme down so i don't have anything else either other than saying thank you again for listening this has been another exciting episode of meet act and part thank you for listening to meet act and part. For more information about our show visit our website at www.meetactandpart.com. While there please consider supporting the show by sponsoring us on Patreon. Until we meet again, may we meet Act and Part.